Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Showing Up to Your Life podcast and YouTube channel. My name is Art Burns, and you know, you know that I am excited. I mean, I'm really excited today, as I am every day. But today's Monday. It's a brand new week. It's a brand new opportunity for me to come here and share some thoughts and some some ideas and some some practices and some just sort of ways of looking at things uh, that, that are all, you know, centered around, you know, presence, compassion, acceptance, and curiosity, right? But really, you know, these things, everything that we talk about here are feeding into those four um, constituents of well-being, right? And that that's the idea, right? That as, that as we practice presence, acceptance, compassion, and curiosity, right, what we wind up doing is we develop resilience, attention the 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 potential of a positive outlook and generosity you know and that that's what happens here right and 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 so you know so as we do this right the 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 goal the 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 effect the the product of all of this work is your well-being right which is basically the same thing as your happiness right like like when you are a happy organism right when you are a body who is experiencing happiness that means that everything in your body is working the way it's supposed to work right physically and that means that you're you're not in the the survival mode of stress but rather in the creative mode of homeostasis right and again the modalities to get us there now i'm not here to say that the only modalities to get us there are through mindfulness practices but as we perform mindfulness practices if this is what you choose to do then you will be practicing you know presence acceptance compassion and curiosity which is ultimately going to develop resilience um uh, attention uh the positive outlook, the potential for a positive outlook or, or seeing the positive potential in situations and other people, that is a strong, strong point of your well-being. And then finally, generosity and altruism, right? I mean, that's the thing, right? And that's what we're doing. And, and so, and I know for some of you, it's working really well because I hear from you and I want to hear from everyone. I really do. If you think that, if you've ever thought like, oh, I'd like to send Art an email, but I don't want to bother him or, or he's probably too busy or please, please just go ahead and send me an email because I just love hearing from everyone. I really do. And, and you never know where these conversations will lead. You know, some people I've gotten into conversations with who, you know, over the course of a few weeks or a couple of months, you know, there's things that are said that like aha moments come out of it, you know, and, and like I never looked at it that way, people tell me. And, and you know, and again, without necessarily a formal coaching, uh, you know, uh, agreement and situation, you know, I can I can still help. I can still help you to to gain these four constituents of well-being for your betterment, you know, for your your wellness physically, psychologically, emotionally. Right. And that's the idea here. That's why I come here every day and do it. So please, if, you, if you've ever thought to contact me, please do so. All right, real quick, a couple of uh, very uh, short uh, and concise uh, housekeeping items. Uh, first of all, I want to tell you, remind you that I am doing another podcast. 
with a partner, and it's going great. <laughs> we got some really great episodes going. Uh, it's called the Learn Learning to Surf Podcast, okay? Uh, also known as the Adam and Art Hour. <laughs> and so you can search, uh, you can search through uh, Apple or Spotify or wherever you can find it. Uh, but I'll put a link in the in the description below because it, it's really, I, you know, if I do say so myself, that you know, Adam and I have a really great rapport, and there's a lot of great stuff that happens during our conversations and. And I've gotten a lot of great feedback from people. So I just wanted to share that with you. Now, as part of this new podcast, you know, we're also hosting two at currently it's two. It's it's hopefully going to become three, maybe even four. But currently it's two different weekly uh, meditation um, uh, sessions. Right. Uh, you know, Adam calls it a sit. Right. That's how they call it in in like a Buddhist center. Right. You sit, you sit meditation. And that's kind of how that that terminology works. So we call it the Saturday sit and the Wednesday met, uh, mindfulness meeting. Right? So like, you know, the Buddhist in Adam on Saturday, the, the more science guy in in art on on Wednesday, but basically it's Wednesday at 7 p.m. Um, uh, mountain time, which is uh, nine o'clock on the East Coast and six o'clock on the West Coast p.m. This is, um, and then on Saturday it starts at at nine o'clock uh, here in the mountains, uh, eleven o'clock on the East Coast and eight o'clock on the on the West Coast. So I'm gonna put the the link for Wednesday's meeting below, um, just to not confuse everybody because. I get confused posting it. You're definitely going to get confused reading it. Um, so I'm going to post the link on it. It's completely free. Okay. And what we do is we do a guided meditation, about 15, 20 minutes or so. And then I hope, well, for my, uh, you know, my personal, well, the, the format is basically the same for Adam and I, but basically after we do the, the 15, 20 minute, whatever of, uh, of guided meditation and we, we kind of give a little talk, right? So I pick a topic, um, last week, uh, uh, on Wednesday, we talked about non-judging awareness, which is something I'm going to talk about with you today, uh, as a little refresher, if you will. Uh, and we also talked about non-identification of the emotions, which that also is going to come up today. Uh, these are very, very beneficial, uh, kind of aspects of the work of mindfulness, very, very beneficial, um, really kind of key to the whole thing, which I'm going to explain today. Um, and so, so I give a little 15 minute talk about non-judging awareness and how to practice it and what goes on and stuff. And then I open it up and that's where the magic happens, right? Like when, once we open it up on Saturday, I had to host, I've not had to, but I, I had the opportunity to host the, uh, the sit on Saturday cause Adam was traveling and, um, and the, the conversation that came forth, I mean, no less than like six or seven people were, were converging on this conversation and just sharing their thoughts and their their ideas and and it became a very you know at that point it becomes like there's no longer like a teacher student kind of thing it's just we're all here together and we're all learning together it's really really beautiful so uh so if you're at all interested and you're free on saturday mornings and or wednesday evenings strongly encourage you to check it out it's totally free uh lasts ex just about exactly an hour and uh and yeah and it's really beneficial so check it out all right uh last point i have one more spot left on my patreon Okay, this is the last chance that you can, and I'm not, this is not me like doing like the salesy language, like, oh, it's running out, time's running out, you gotta sign up quick. You know, I, it doesn't matter to me, you know, if, if I only wind up with four, but I just wanna let you know that right now, four out of five spots have been taken for a, you know, no minimum 
you know, uh, patron, right? So, so the way Patreon works is that there's there's ultimately going to be a series of tiers, okay? And I'm really just looking at two tiers, basically. I'm gonna have the basic tier of anybody who wants to just support me making these videos, right? I mean, I'll I'll put goals up there. So if I if I make X amount of money, maybe I can buy a new camera. I already have this beautiful microphone thanks to one of my amazing patrons. Um, but you know, there's there's like that kind of stuff. You know, maybe I'll buy some costume stuff that I can, you know actually wear something other than t-shirts something like that um but then there'll be another tier right that's going to be more of like a um a membership right and and part of this membership is going to include not only you know um a real dedicated like email back and forth but i'm also going to do like maybe a, a once or twice a month uh meetup for everyone right where it's going to be it's basically a coaching call Right. And so so right now there's one spot left that allows you to to become, you know, grandfathered into this this program, right? This next tier without having to actually pay that amount. And eventually that's going to be a higher level. You know, that's kind of how it works, you know. And so uh, so now's your chance to get in for as little as you want. OK, so just putting that out there. OK, I'll put the link for that in the, in the description also. So thank you all for being here. And I'm just really excited, um, as I say always. And um, so, yeah, so today I wanted to talk about, um, you know, non-judging awareness, right? Because, you know, non-judging awareness is the key to everything that we talk about here, right? Um, you know, where stress comes from, right, is when, when we start to get, you know, kind of entangled in the process of aversion or clinging, right? Now, aversion and clinging are, you know, basically the two motions of your emotions, right? Like the, the you know, the, the well, I shouldn't say that because they, they both are, are kind of a, have a negative connotation. So, so aversion is when we're pushing away something that we don't want to have happen. Right, you you come out of your house in the morning, and you you you're late for for uh, for work, and you've already spilled your coffee on your on your pants, but you don't have time to change them. And you get outside, and you see that there's a flat tire, right? And it's like that moment, right, where we have this tendency to say, "Oh no, 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 this can't be happening. Not now, not today. I can't. Not to me. This is impossible. I can't have this." Right? That's aversion. And that's when you're going to start to feel a level of stress because remember, and maybe it's not a remember for some of you, maybe you've never heard me say this before because I don't know how recently I've said this, but stress is a transaction, right? Stress is a transaction between the stressor, right? That experience that you, the flat tire, right? The experience that is challenging to you, right? But that automatically does not equal stress, right? Again, stress is a transaction between that stressor and what you believe to be your internal resources that enable you to handle the stressor, right? Now, it's a really big, it's a very, very major uh, part of what's going on here, right? And then, of course, stress is what leads to emotional reactivity, Right. So when you get angry and you get, you know, you get, you know, frustrated with something, you become impatient with something. A lot of times that is springing forth from the stress that your body is feeling. But the stress that your body is feeling is happening when you are practicing this aversion. Right. Like, again, when when you say like, oh, my gosh, this can't be happening. Not today. Not to me. This is impossible. I can't have this. Right. That is the moment where your body is going to react in the only way it knows how to, 
right? Because clearly you're afraid of something, right? And, and there's a little part of your brain that's about the size and shape of an almond, so they named it after almonds in the language of Greek, which is amygdala, right? So the amygdala is, is the thing that is going to perceive that fear, right? The minute that you say, oh, no, 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 this can't be happening to me, right? Like, no, 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 this is not possible. This is going to be terrible. The minute you say that, that little amygdala says, uh-oh, something's wrong. We're in trouble here. And now the only way that your body knows how to handle that and how to protect itself is through the physical response of stress in your body, right? And so, and now, you know, so, so it's, it's not the flat tire that causes the, the stress in your body. It's the fear that you can't handle the flat tire that causes the stress in your body, right? And the fear that you can't handle this flat tire comes from that habitual aversion that you might feel towards the, the flat tire, which you're not alone. I mean, that happens to a lot of us, almost everyone. Right. And so, I mean, if, unless you've gone through the training that we talk about here or some kind of training to, to learn how to accept those things, then, then, you know, then everyone feels that on some level. Right. Now, let's talk about the opposite. Right. The opposite of aversion is clinging. Right. And clinging is where, you know, like instead of seeing the flat tire saying, no, 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 I can't. This cannot happen today. Right. Clinging is, you know, oh, my gosh, I'm doing so well today. This is like the best day ever. I don't want it to end. Like, I don't want this this project to end because I'm really shining here. I don't want this client to go away because they're making, you know, they're, they're paying me a lot of money. You know, whatever it is, right? Like, I don't want this thing to end because it's so amazing, right? So I'm clinging to it, right? Now, it's, it's maybe counterintuitive, right? Because we feel like it's something positive. So what's to be afraid of, right? I mean, you're not going to be afraid of, of, you know, doing well in your business or doing well with your family or enjoying a vacation or, or what have you, right? But here's the thing. The minute you start to cling... And again, just like the aversion, it happens in that second that you say, no, 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 not today. Well, in, in clinging, the second that you say, oh, I don't want this to end, that amygdala says, wait a minute, what do you mean? <laughs> do I need to be afraid here that something's going something's gonna to happen that's going to be bad when this ends? Same thing, right? And so, so it creates the fear that creates the stress response in your body. Right. And then from that stress response, again, that's where the emotional reactivity comes like anger or like shame or like uh, fear or, or what have you. Right. But when we act from that place of emotions. Right. You know, and again, for me, it was always anger. Right. And that's why uh, next week I'm going to start announcing this in the next few days. But hopefully by the end of next week, I'm going to be launching a new program that's centered completely around anger. Because for me, that's always where I went, right? Like I would get angry at the flat tire. I would get angry at the fact that this, you know, this thing was going to end, right? It makes no sense, of course. But if any of you who know what I'm talking about, you know that it doesn't need to make sense, right, to, in order to happen, right? So the idea then is that that emotional reactivity, right, when we feel anger, 
right? So like, let's say the flat tire again, right? And this is something that absolutely could have happened in my lifetime, okay? In, in my daily life, this story absolutely could have happened. I'm going to share an actual story from just yesterday, but, but I could, you know, I could totally see myself walking out the front door, seeing the flat tire, you know, and having my wife come to me and say, and say, hey, can I, you know, like about to offer to help me? And in that moment, I could totally see myself, gosh, darn it. And I would not say that nicely. <laughs> gosh, darn it. Don't talk to me right now. I'm trying to deal with this. Right. Well, little did I know, you know, that, that she, you know, my wife was probably going to say something along the lines of like, do you want to take my car or, or, or can I, you know, do you want me to start, you know, doing something? Is there, you know, do you want to call a cab and get to the train station? What can I do to help you? Right. But instead, Mr. Angry, you know, would, would, would come at it with this nastiness. And now not only is, am I not going to get the assistance from, from my, whoever it was in this case, in this imaginary scenario, it's my wife, but it could have been someone else too. Right. But not only am I not going to get the assistance of this person, but now I've got to deal with some some consequences of having lost my patience with this person, right? I mean, maybe that that could be, you know, later on the day I, I bury my head in my hands again and say, why did I talk to that person this way? It's terrible. And I feel guilt and I feel shame. And now this is going to bring me into an emotional reactivity because now I am likely to, if someone else comes in, you know, maybe it's not going to be anger this time because I'm in such a place of shame, but maybe it'll be like, oh, I want to cancel the meeting. I don't want to talk to this person. I'm not going to answer the phone, right? <laughs> Again, opportunity, 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 opportunity is just flying away, right? You never know because as I like to say it, you know, life is always going to reach out to us no matter what's going on internally, right? So if we're in this place of, of emotional, you know, reactivity and we're, we're just, you know, burning bridges around us and, and just, you know, shouting at people or whatever, right? Well, life is reaching out and we're not there to answer right and we're not there to 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 be there with life we're not showing up to life right so so what's the what's the cure for this right what's the remedy well you know as you know i i talk a lot about these four kind of principles right and these four sort of ways of living if you will presence right which is to be here right now not thinking about what happens if i get a flat tire tomorrow right or not not thinking about what happens if if this beautiful time comes to an end right but no just just really being right here right now whatever's happening and if that means that i'm right here right now on my knees with a tire iron in my hand uh, changing a tire as fast as i can well then that's what it is right which brings us to acceptance, right? Is the ability to accept what it is that's arising in this moment. In this moment, it's a flat tire. And, and, and again, you know, just like I've said a lot, like I can get angry at the flat tire or I can maintain my cool and just deal with the flat tire. The only thing that changes there is my own internal, uh, uh, you know, state. The thing that doesn't change is the flat tire, right? It doesn't magically change itself if I get angry, right? So accepting what it is that arises, allowing some compassion in this, right? The, the ability to be kind to myself and to everything and everybody around me, right? That, that, that eases things a little bit, right? But then as it really uh, relates to non-judging awareness is the curiosity, right? Like curiosity is that thing that remedies the judgment 
that we have over things, right? So, so for instance, if, you know, and it can apply to anything, right? It can apply even to a flat tire, right? When you come out of the door, you say, isn't that amazing how of all days that today is the day that I get this flat tire? That's just fascinating. I wonder what this is going to do to me internally. You know, I wonder what, you know, how is my body going to try to react to this? Let me watch it. Let me be curious about it. Let me see how this unfolds because it's really interesting, right? And so so yesterday, let me tell you this personal story. Um, now, this is not a fishing expedition here, right? But yesterday was my birthday. Uh, I just turned 52 years old, which is awesome. You know, I'm, I'm playing with a full deck of cards finally. <laughs> um, and uh, I feel great. I mean, I've never felt better, honestly. I mean, I haven't felt this way since literally I was about 18 years old. Like, I have not been in this kind of physical, emotional, and uh, and, and just, you know, just overall sense of well wellness you know since i was a teenager you know uh but anyway so one of the things that happens when you have two children right is that they get real excited about your birthday which is sweet which is beautiful which is so lovely you know um but but when kids get excited about something you know what they do is they they form these kind of images in their mind of how the thing's going to happen right and of course, it never happens that way, right? And so, and so yesterday, you know, my daughter wanted to wait until the end of the day, and we all do the presents together, and we all have this nice, you know, dinner together and dessert and do the cake and stuff like that. Whereas my son was like, he was basically like sitting there waiting for me to wake up in the morning, like, can I give you my present that I got you, you know? And it's like, how do you say no to either one? Like, you can't, right? But of course, invariably, when you're dealing with children who are, you know, nine and 12, I mean, it's gotten a lot better from when they were like three and five, but, but, you know, emotions start to flare up a little bit here and there. Right. And at some point yesterday, I found myself, you know, with, with two children who were just like crying and, and really feeling like, like they ruined everything. Right. And that's a really hard thing for a kid to understand. Right. And so, and it even got to the point where, you know, like, you know, you know, you can't win. So I'm not blaming my wife for this in any way, but, but, you know, but there were times where it's like, oh, well, what you just did there is contributing to the whole thing, you know, but again, it's not, it can't be helped, right? Like once you have two kids who are crying, something's gonna, you know, <laughs> like you just can't get it all right. It's impossible, right? And so that's the thing, right? Like yesterday I found myself in this moment where, you know, historically, I would have gotten upset. I would have said, hey, everybody, you know, stop crying on my birthday. This isn't fair to me. You know, that sort of vibe, you know, that sort of kind of angle of approach, right? And, um, and of course, you know, that's not going to help, right? In the, as they say, in the, in the history of calming down, telling somebody to calm down, never calm somebody down, right? Same thing with asking somebody to stop crying. Like you tell somebody to, you know, but it, you can't tell somebody to stop crying, right? And so that's the thing, right? Like I could get upset and I could get angry and I could get, uh, you know, resentful. I can get impatient. I could get all of these different things. And, and you know what? They would be valid, Right. Because, you know, it, it is my birthday and then I don't have to, you know, it, it's like you're, you know, in your effort to try to make this a happy day, you're making me miserable. So let's, you know, let's give dad some, some little, uh, you know, a little room here, a little, uh, you know, peace and, and tranquility, you know, but that's not in the cards all the time. But again, you know, I could have gotten angry about it. I could have gotten resentful. I could have gotten sad. I could have gotten all these different things. 
But instead, I got curiosity about it. Right. Because, again, now the idea is that, you know, just like the aversion and the clinging. Right. It would have been really easy for me to get into a place of aversion towards what was happening. Like, no, 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 not today. It's my birthday. You can't be fighting today. You can't be crying today. It's not fair. Right. Like I could have gotten to that place. But the th- and, and of course, I mean, I've got training now for, for years that I, I know when I get into that place, but that is because I'm curious about it, right? Because I really want to know what's going on. I want to see what's happening inside of me, even when it's not comfortable. I want to know it. I want to feel it. I'm curious about it, right? And so curiosity, you know, prevents me from saying this is a bad situation or this here is a good situation, right? Because I'm just curious to see what unfolds right here in the present moment, right? And the ability to accept it, right? Which is also fueled by curiosity and to be compassionate about whatever it is, you know, like I love my kids for doing this, you know, like my wife is in there saying, I'm so sorry. You're, you know, everything's ruined. I got to go to work. And now the kids are all crying. What, what have I done? Kind of thing. It's like, no, 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 no. This is wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful to see how much the children care about this. You know, no apologies. There's nothing bad here. And there's nothing good either. This is just awesome. You know, it's awesome because it's so gosh darn interesting. And that is what I mean by curiosity. And that is how curiosity really is equivalent to what we call non-judging awareness. And if you can approach things with this curiosity, well, then what it does is it is it eliminates the the clinging and the aversion, which 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 actually those things tend to, you know, clinging and aversion tend to arise from what we call delusion. Right now, that's not delusion to say like you're crazy or you're insane or something like that. But delusion is just not seeing what is happening for what it really is. And this is part of our subcontext, right? Like, like when, you know, (laughs) when I'm late for a meeting and I see a flat tire, it's not just this meeting and this tire that's going on here, right? It's everything I've ever experienced before, right? And I'm going to drop into when, when push comes to shove like that, you know, I'm going to tend to drop into these very automatic behaviors and that's where the anger comes up, right? But, but, and that's the delusion, right? Of not seeing it for just, what it is. It's just a flat tire, right? It's not, it doesn't have all of the subcontext that I'm putting into it, right? Curiosity is what allows me to see when I'm doing that, right? And curiosity is what keeps me open to seeing what is really happening here, right? Not what I think about what's happening here, but what is really happening here. And that is how we can regulate ourselves in a lot of ways, right? So, so when we're feeling anxious or when we're feeling depressed, right, the best thing we can do is to bring ourselves into the present moment. And the best way to do that is to simply ask yourself, what is happening right now? Not what I think might happen, not what should have happened or, or couldn't have happened or any of that, but instead, what is happening right now? And that, the only way to ask that question is to dwell in a place of curiosity. 
So if you're curious about about curiosity, <laughs> see what I did there? If you're curious about curiosity, I want you to get a hold of me, okay? Because because this is something that's so important, but yet oft understood. It really is. And and it's something that, you know, that once you get this, it makes a huge difference in everything. And so if anything I've said today resonates with you and you would like to learn more, if you're curious about curiosity, please reach out and get a hold of me, okay? You can go to my website, artburnscoaching.com. On the bottom of every single page on the website, there's a clock, okay? A little banner that has a clock in it. The clock, next to the clock, it says schedule a free call or something like that. You click on the button in that banner. You go to my my uh, uh, calendar online. You just find a play, time that works for you. It's a 45-minute session. You know, click on the time and day that works for you that's available on my end, and we're set. And then I'll take it from there. And I just had three people last week do their first calls, and it was just each one was just more magical than the next. So, uh, or the last one, whatever. I mean, they were all just so magical. Um, so, so if you're interested, if you're even a little bit curious about it, see what I did there again? <laughs> then, then make the call. I mean, uh, click the link and uh, and and get get on my calendar, and you will not be sorry. All right, I'll put that link in the in the uh, description as well, just to make it easier for you. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. I wish you well. I'll be back again tomorrow. And uh, if you have any questions, of course, you're always welcome to just send me an email, uh, art at artburnscoaching.com anytime. Okay. You could also just reply on YouTube um, or anywhere else you see this video. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.